0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God from the Holy Gospel, St. John, chapter 1, where Jesus says to Nathanael, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending. Descending on a son of man this is god's word a little bit of introduction first if you looked at the top of your bulletin today on the church calendar is the saint day for saint bartholomew one of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. That might seem a bit confusing, because nowhere is Bartholomew mentioned in any of our readings for this day. Well, actually he is. He was also known by the name Nathaniel. He's not talked about a lot. His only real account is right here in John chapter one. We do know that there's a very strong tradition in the church that supposedly Nathaniel or Bartholomew carried the gospel of Jesus Christ all the way to Armenia. And he was put to death, it's said, according to church tradition. And again, when we say tradition, it means the scriptures don't tell us, but there's a word that's been passed down that may be true. It quite possibly could be true or it could have some errors in it we don't quite know. But the, the tradition says that Bartholomew, Nathaniel, was martyred for preaching of Jesus Christ by being flayed to death. It's not unusual for people in the Bible to have a couple different names. We've heard on Sundays for the last number of weeks about Abraham, who before that was called Abram, his wife Sarah, before that was named Sarai. In the New Testament, Matthew, one of the apostles of Jesus, was also known as Levi. And of course, Peter, known also as Simon. Paul, who was previously known as Saul. The, that people would have two different names sort of reflects a lot about who we are as God's people. After all, we do confess that we are both sinners deserving of all of God's wrath and all the pain and suffering of hell. And yet we are also saints. We are those redeemed and washed and made white, made pure in the blood of Jesus Christ our Lamb. What we see from Nathanael isn't necessarily, or Bartholomew, whichever name you like, you can choose. What we see from him today isn't necessarily the best side of him, but perhaps we see ourselves in him quite easily. Because he doesn't quite know what to make of this Lord Jesus Christ. And so the Old Testament reading from Proverbs chapter 3 gives us a very wonderful backdrop for St. Bartholomew. It's in Proverbs 3, where the writer says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. Isn't that just a summary of what it means to live as a Christian? That we we know we are to trust in the Lord, but we're so tempted to lean on our own understanding of things. And let's be honest, our understanding is rather limited. There is so much about the Lord that we do not understand. The questions that we we wrestle with. Why does it seem that bad things happen to good people? Why does disease and tragedy take the lives of people too young? Why are some people saved and not others? Why did God create a world where sin was possible? Why did God create the devil? (laughs) Those are good questions. We do not have answers for them, but only the Word of God. And with that Word of God, a recognition that our understanding is indeed frail and insufficient... To comprehend the things of God. So naturally, when you have a God who is above all things and in all things and maker of all things, naturally, we who are humble and lowly will not be able to comprehend the mysteries of his creation. That was Nathaniel, Bartholomew. You can hear his lack of understanding in his very words, the, the very few words of him that are recorded for us in Holy Scripture. The very first words we read of Nathaniel in Holy Scripture are an insult against our Lord Jesus Christ. Philip says to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph, and Nathaniel, you could just you could this verse is just dripping with snark and sarcasm. And that's one of the limits of written word is you can't always pick up emotion in it. You can just hear them. Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? You don't have to be an archaeologist or a biblical scholar to imagine what sort of town Nazareth must have been. Podunk Back road. Huh. What some people might say about us living up here, right? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said, "Come and see." Jesus saw Nathaniel coming toward him and said of him, "Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit." And Nathaniel once again doesn't understand, but this time it's not to. Doubt in the Lord. It's the question. How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Of course, Jesus saw him. He who is God of God and light of light sees all things. Even Nathaniel who doesn't understand, even you and I, who lack understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. The reason there is misunderstanding, the reason that we do not understand the ways of God, the reason we have so many questions that do not have answers, is ultimately sin. And I know that sounds cliche because we say it all the time that all the, the bad things in the world, and all the problems with the world, and all our shortcomings are because of sin. But it is absolutely true. Because what sin ultimately results in is separation from God. As we do often, we go back to Adam and Eve in the garden. Who upon their creation, all they knew of God was what was good. He kept them from the tree of knowledge of good and evil because he did not want them to know evil, but only the good that came from his hand. And yet the knowledge of evil did enter the world through their sin, through the temptation of the serpent. And remember how Adam and Eve responded after they ate the forbidden fruit that they had been commanded not to eat. We read in Genesis chapter 3 that they noticed that they were naked and they were ashamed. And when they heard the voice of the Lord in the garden, they hid themselves. Sin is the wedge that separates God from His people. Sin is the wedge that separates God and you and me. So Nathanael, upon realizing he is face to face with the one who he does not understand, but who does understand him, says, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Right you are, Nathanael, slash Bartholomew. That is indeed who this Jesus is. But Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Now, I don't know how well you know your Bible stories. But the opening of heaven and angels of God descending and ascending happened to Jacob in the Old Testament. Perhaps remember the story of Jacob's ladder. Billy was an influence in a 70s hit called Stairway to Heaven. Jacob's ladder was an encounter... Jacob, the grandson of Abraham, Abraham, then Isaac, then Jacob, had one night as he lay with his head upon a rock at Bethel, as he was fleeing from his uncle Laban, he saw heaven opened up and angels ascending and descending there to the earth. Most people mistakenly assume that the latter that extended between earth and heaven was that Jacob might go up to heaven, but it wasn't. It was that angels could come down and go up. It was that heaven would be open to Jacob down here. Jesus is himself our Jacob's ladder. He is the one who is that bridge between heaven and earth. Not just so that we would find a way to heaven, which indeed we do through Jesus Christ, but also so that heaven would reach us. Jesus, the one foretold, all the way back in Genesis 3, who would be the one to come to die for the sins of the world? He removes the separation. He removes what keeps God and us apart. The answer to the questions that arise in this world of so much confusion and uncertainty and doubt and disbelief is Jesus his death for sin his resurrection to conquer the grave his victory to give us life his victory to in the words of St. Paul reconcile us To our Father in heaven. To be reconciled is, of course, to fix what is broken, but it's also to be brought back together. And that is what Jesus does for Nathaniel slash Bartholomew and for you and for me. He removes the obstacles, the roadblocks, the sin that keeps us from our God. Nathaniel, a.k.a. Bartholomew, would become a preacher of this good news. His misunderstanding his lack of comprehension of how his God was at work was overcome by the Jesus who opened heaven to him and to us indeed we call what we do here in our communion service divine service God's service to us. Because here in this place, Jesus opens heaven to you. And we sing, as we say in the preface to Holy Communion, we sing with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven. The angels that ascend and descend from heaven to earth, they join their voices with ours And heaven, God himself reaches down to you here and now to feed you, to strengthen you, to restore you, to remove your sin. Thanks be to God for the gospel preached. By Bartholomew, by all the apostles, by all the church, that delivers unto us Jesus now and forever. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.